Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of the book of Samuel, the first book of Samuel, the Shmuel Aleph. We are in the middle of chapter 14. We are about to read verse 17. We left uh, the first uh, a portion of the of chapter 14 at um, the point where Jonathan, Yonatan had struck down a small garrison, uh, a small outpost of uh, Philistine troops, uh, which caused tremendous fear and confusion among the Philistines, among the Plishtim, so that now the entire camp of the Plishtim were um, running to and fro, afraid that the Israelites were attacking and uh, coming out of their hiding places. It was a huge confusion and, and disarray. Uh, we uh, we left at verse 16 where Saul, Shaul uh, uh, with his 600 men saw uh, saw this tremendous noise and confusion and everybody running helter skelter and um, and uh, and now let's see what Saul's reaction to all of this is going to be. The first thing he wants to figure out who caused all of this. How did this happen? Vayomer Shaul Am. So Saul said to the people Asherito that were with him. Let's count up everyone and we can see who left. Like who it was that caused this whole uh, ruckus going on with the Philistines. And they counted everyone. And the only two people that were missing were Yonatan, Jonathan, and his assistant. So <coughs> those two were clearly the ones that caused all of this. So what was Saul's reaction? Now, he's still afraid. Remember, Jonathan was brave, and Jonathan knew that what he had to do was action. Saul is still going to make the mistake of superstition. He's still going to make the mistake of, okay, I, I, we need to take advantage of this. We need to, what, how do we get God on our side? So he made a huge mistake, again, reminding us of previous stories where the people took out the Aron, took out the Ark of the Covenant, on the hope that somehow having that ark would help them. As we know, it didn't help them. It actually hurt them in the past. But Saul didn't learn that lesson. So, he said to Achia, who was the functioning as the priest here, bring out the ark of God. Because the, the, they had the ark of God, um, at that day, at that time, it was already back with the people of Israel, as we had learned before. And he said, "Let's bring out the ark so we can get the benefit of that." But while he was speaking to the priest, the 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 confusion, the ruckus, the the mass pandemonium that had broken out among the camp of the Philistines. Uh, was getting greater and greater. So Saul, Shaul said to the coin, to his priest, stop, don't, don't, let's, we don't have time for that. We have to take advantage of it. So even at the last minute, it took so much for Saul to recognize that the approach is not with the aphod that the priest had or the words of the priest or the blessings or the sacrifices or whatever it was or bringing out the magical ark. But action is what God wants. So Saul um, um, 
assembled all of the troops with him, and they charged into battle. And when they got into the battle, they saw that among the Philistines, they were fighting with each other. The confusion was so massive that they were killing each other. A tremendous confusion going on in the camp of the Philistines. And there were uh, there were many of the Ivrim, many of the Hebrews who, when upon seeing that the Philistines' might was so strong and the the might of the Jewish people were so small, they went and gathered um, amongst the enemy, and they were going to help out the Philistines. But those, when they saw what was happening, and they saw uh, Saul's forces coming in to fight, and all the confusion, Asher that they were had been camped with the Philistines, Saviv. Around them, so they joined up with the people of Israel, Asherim Shaul Yonatan, that were fighting with Saul and and Jonathan, Shaul and Yonatan. And now, all of those that were hiding in in the lands of Ephraim, <coughs> hiding out in all of the caves and hiding places the news came out that uh, they all heard that the Philistines were running so they joined the fight again against the Philistines so now there's no longer just 600 men now we have thousands of people of Israel fighting against the Philistines and God on that day saved the people of Israel and the fighting continued past the place of called Beit Aven. And this, it's notably, remember, it says here that God rescued the people of Israel, but there's not, no, not through overt miracles, but because of the bravery and the faith that Yonatan had. The real faith, not the magical things that Saul was trying to do. V'ish Yisrael nigash bayomahu. And the people of Israel nigas um, uh, were were oppressed on that day. They were they were hard pressed. Uh, why were they hard pressed? Despite all this victory, because Saul had done something else that was another mistake. Constantly looking, there's various understandings of why Saul did what we're about to read. But I I, I I'm gonna. Explain this, what I feel is, is consistent with what we've been seeing all along. Okay, we couldn't get the ark. We couldn't get the aphod. We couldn't get the, the priest to um, give us some kind of blessing. We couldn't bring sacrifices. But we got to get God on our side somehow. Saul's still not getting the message. So let's fast. Because Saul had made an oath had for all of the people and said, right? In other words, he had um, laid an oath upon all of the people as follows, Cursed be the man that will eat. Literally, this means bread, but it's referring to any food until the evening. And this way we will get um, credit with God. I will then have uh, revenge against my enemies. So no one ate bread. Now telling soldiers while they're fighting a war and a battle not to eat is not exactly the wisest move. It's counterintuitive for obvious reasons and and will lead to weakness. And this would be the last thing that Saul should have done with the people. It, but although in his superstitious mind, where he thinks he needs to manipulate God to get God on his side, he's thinking that fasting will somehow be a good thing. V'chol ha'aretz ba'u 
and everyone um, came and passed while they were um, uh, uh, passing through the uh, the fields through the through the um, wilderness vaish and there was there was uh, a honeycomb a beehive uh, with honey that had been knocked out probably the beehive was probably knocked down in the course of the battle and it was full of honey but the soldiers didn't touch it and when the people came to the um, beehive and they saw honey pouring out but no one put their hands to their mouth and nobody took this honey because they were afraid of the of the oath that Saul had put upon the people so this would have been a perfect opportunity to get a recharge to get some energy to fight but uh, the honey was literally right in front of them it's um this reminds me if you uh, if you look at the MREs, the meals ready to eat that the U.S. arm the U.S. Armed Forces gives to the soldiers when they're out in in the field. There's a, this, many treats, uh, you know, uh, candy and stuff, uh, and a huge number of calories in each MRE. Um, and uh, and the reason is because uh, soldiers are, are burning up so many calories, they need that energy. The last thing you should do is tell them to to fast. Uh, you know, keeping troops supplied with uh, proper food is is m- one of the most important things necessary to for them to fight a successful battle. And here you had the honey, and the people couldn't touch it. Vionatan and Jonathan lo He didn't hear when his father made this this oath upon the people because he was busy fighting. So vayishlach et hamate. And he um, Asher biado, and when he saw the beehive, he put out his stick and dipped it hadvash, and he dipped it in the beehive of honey in the honeycomb. and then he brought it his his mouth back to his hand back to his mouth, you know, with the stick. and he ate it right. and his eyes lit up. In other words, he had a, a burst of energy as he consumed the calories given to him by the honey. V'yan ishmei'am, so someone from the people saw and said to him, V'yomer, your father had made uh, uh, an oath upon all of the people as follows, saying, Oruro isha shayoch alechem ayom, that, um, that uh, cursed is the person who eats anything today, V'yom, and that's why people are exhausted. Vayomer Yonasan, Vayaaf could also mean exhausted, also means are, are famished. Vayomer Yonasan and Jonathan said, My father has ruined the land. He has, he has, brought, he has brought pain to the people, brought problems. Look, look at me. Look at me now. See how my eyes have lit up, how I'm so full of energy. And all I did was take a little bit on the stick. Imagine Af Afkilu Ochal I'm sorry, Afkilu Ochol Ochal Hayom Haam. If only the troops had eaten a little bit today, Mishlal Oyavov from the from the booty of his enemies, Asher Matzah, that he has found. In other words, not just from the honey, but when they're attacking the enemy, they're also getting their stores of food. They could have eaten something. Ki if now wouldn't there be so much more greater um, uh, uh, defeat against the Philistines? We would we would have smashed them even harder. 
So in other words, so Jonathan was recognizing this father's big mistake. He doesn't get it. When you're fighting a war, God wants you to fight a war the way a war should be fought. He's not looking for magical things. He's not looking. Don't now is not the time. This reminds me of the time before the when 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 Moshe when Moses cries out to God as the people of Israel are 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 being chased by the Egyptians and about to enter the Red Sea. Um, when 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 God says Matitzakilai, why are you crying to me? Now's not the time for prayer. Now's the time. To move, go, and here the Jonathan is saying, now is not the time for for prayer or trying to get. Now is time for battle. However, there was a victory here. The people did strike the Philistines, which started from Michmas all the way towards Ayalon, um, back. In other words, because the Philistines are running back towards the coastal areas that they. Um, um, was their homeland? And the people were extremely exhausted and extremely hungry. Now, what happens when the people are exhausted and hungry? They, when it's time, when the day's over and it's time to eat, they're going to um, be famished and they're not going to be careful as to what they eat and how. So, so now that the Philistines had run, so the people pounced, jumped on or pounced upon is a translation I've seen which sounds good. Vayat, they pounced upon the booty um, that uh, was with the Philistine camp, and they had brought along animals uh, to be slaughtered to feed the troops. So Vayikhutzonu Vakar, and they took the sheep and the cattle of Vakar and the um, and the young cattle Vayishchatu Artsa, and they slaughtered them towards the ground. In other words, on the ground, so that the Vayochal Ha'am Aladam, and the people ate with the blood. Now, exactly what this means that the people ate with the blood? It was clearly a sinful act of eating, which was done because they were rushed and starving and hungry, rather than thinking, okay, how are we supposed to eat properly? Which, um, so in other words, it's an, an, an effect of Saul's mistake by thinking that he would win the favor of God, he ended up, the, the people ended up doing something that was sinful, something that they're not supposed to do, and if anything, get gain the wrath of God. Now, what does this mean? They ate on the blood. Um, there's various ways of interpreting it. The Chazal, the rabbis, interpret this as um, as as they brought these animals as sacrifices, as a shlamim, as a shlamim sacrifice, a peace offering to God, um, which of uh, which a peace offering the people consume uh, on their own most of the animal, and they're not allowed to consume it before the blood itself is offered to God on the on the altar. So the people eating it on the blood, meaning they ate it before the blood had been brought on the altar. That's one understanding. Uh, another understanding is uh, was is brought by many of the commentaries, and the, the Radak discusses this, and that is, um, and the Radak explains that the simple meaning of these verses are. The, the, this one um, this explanation and that is is the the people ate on the blood meaning they they slaughtered the animals on the ground which doesn't didn't allow for the blood to completely pour out when when the animal was slaughtered because the animal is slaughtered by slicing the neck and the um uh the carotid arteries and jugular veins are are severed and the animal will bleed a lot and when the animal is raised all the blood will bleed out um, and empty from the animal, and one is not allowed to eat the blood 
in the meat, right? Uh, the, the Torah says you have to, the blood has to be removed, and part of the process of removing the blood is allowing it all to drain. Now, the, if they if slaughtered the animals on the ground, then the, it doesn't drain well, and it doesn't drain well, much more blood gets stuck in the meat, so that means the people ate the meat with the blood, which is forbidden by the Torah. Other understandings that also brought by the Radak and other commentaries is is what this says they ate on the blood was was some it was like a pagan practice where they would um, put the blood as an offering to the pagan gods and they would leave the blood around while they consumed the meat uh, next next to or, or or surrounded by the blood of the animal and this is what it means they ate it in like a pagan practice to an idol. So these are three understandings, and none of it's not clear um, which one it means, or maybe even something else. But um, I'm going to use the the middle one that I said with the radak that they ate it with the blood because they didn't allow the blood to drain properly, and because I do agree. I mean, as the radak said, this it fits the best with the context. and it was told to Saul. As follows, the people are sinning to God by eating with the blood. They didn't properly allow the blood to drain. They're eating the meat with the blood still in it. And he said, you have rebelled against God. I want you to roll towards me um, a large stone. Because if you have a large stone, as Zorodak also explains, then you can then you can uh, slaughter the animal when it's higher, so that all the blood drains properly. Vayomer Shaul and Saul said, "Putzu ba'am, um, spread out among the people, va'amartem lam, and tell them hagishu elai ishoro. Each person needs to bring his ox to me, v'ish siyehu, and each person should bring his sheep to me, u'shachatetem bozeh." And we will slaughter it here, and then you can eat it. And this way you will not sin to God by eating it with the blood. So at that night, everyone brought their animals to Saul and they shechted it there. And then, Saul uh, then built an altar to God. Um, with this altar, he began to build altar to God. So here, now, um, bringing and uh, setting up the altar. This is not said in a in a in a critical way. Here, Saul building an altar in order to um, uh, have a ceremony to thank God for the victory of the day. This was certainly not a problematic issue, um, but uh, and uh, but it does show that. That his 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 um, a poor decision of asking the people to fast not only made it harder for them to fight, which was the opposite of what he should have done. It also um, it also led to the people making a mistake and sinning. So uh, so again, we see. Saul making the same mistake, and this is consistent with all the mistakes that we've seen until this point. Constantly believing that what God wants is some sort of ritual, some sort of prayer, some sort of superstition, believing in symbols like the ark or the aphod, uh, and believing in the magical powers of the priests, which is exactly the opposite of what Jonathan was trying to say. No, we have to fight by using the power that we have. How can a few people win against the many? 
by sowing discord by by among the among the, the the many by by attacking the army in their weakness finding out what was their morale like if the morale is poor we can take advantage of that if there's food available we eat it so that we can fight harder these are the things that Jonathan understood and these were the lessons that Saul did not learn and did not understand Thank you so much. This is, uh, we're going to, uh, chapter 14 is very long, so we're going to stop here uh, and looking forward to finishing chapter 14 together with you and, of course, the rest of this beautiful book.